Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. Very excited about this week's show because there's no guests. It's just me rambling about tunes to anticipate as this is the third 2022 anticipated here on My Little Underground. And we're going to start things off with Jobber. And I had the absolute pleasure of seeing them twice in the same week. First with Oceanator at Knitting Factory. Then with Dummy at Baby's Alright. Two amazing shows. And Jobber is a wrestling-themed band fronted by Kate Meisner, formerly of Potty Mouth and Arm Candy. And Kate, forgive me if I mispronounce her name. And uh, she also plays in The Glow. And I believe they have an EP coming. And I got a chance to hear some of their tunes playing live because that's what happens when you see bands live, right? Stating the obvious, I know. And they have one song that... According to Kate, the song will kind of serve as an entrance theme to any wrestler. And when I heard them play this song, it sounds like it can fit perfectly on one of those old WWF, the music CDs that they used to put out. Um, And that's a compliment. It's not an insult at all. And they have another song that's inspired by the 1989 movie No Holds Barred which featured Hulk Hogan facing off the late Zeus. And let me say this about Jobber. They're a great band. They are great. Kate is an amazing guitar player. I'm really excited to hear what they got coming this year or next year or whenever they decide to put out music. Take your time. You know, you don't want to rush these these things. But they remind me of, let's say, Letters to Cleo, Liz Fair, Loved wrestling if that makes sense just picture that it's great with a little bit more uh, of a crunch to them really looking forward to what jobber has planned for 2022 or maybe beyond who knows let's go down to nashville talking about namir blade he's about to follow up his phenomenal 2021 album with larange imaginary everything And now he's back by himself with Metropolis coming to us June the 3rd. It's self-produced. He recorded in his living room and he named the album after the 2001 anime film that I have not seen. I have to check it out. Um, Apparently this album will have some samples of various anime movies. What we shall see. I can't wait to listen to. Um, The album cover shows a futuristic Metropolis and it's, it's beautiful. Lots of blue. That's, that's all I could say about it. Uh, yeah, really. When I see a lot of blue, my eyes just like, wow. Love that color. The first single, Ride, it effortlessly blends melody with his skillful rhyming ability. And uh, he's rhyming his ass off, but the song is very catchy. Like, it almost has, it, it has actually, a verse-chorus-verse structure, but it's like... You know, it's not forcibly melodic to trying to appeal to the masses. It's just natural, and it's totally Namir Blade, and it may appeal to a to a bigger audience. But I think uh, Namir's core f- underground fan base would also uh, appreciate it. He's not trying to so hard to appeal to the masses. It's just 
it's very natural. This it, it fits him. He's not doing anything totally out of character, if that makes any sense. Homeboy Sandman, prolific Queensbred MC. He's following up his February EP there in spirit with a mixtape, I Can't Sell These, which is hilarious because he literally can't sell the songs on these mixtapes because he's rapping over a copyrighted material. Case in point, the first single to this mixtape, Apple. He's rapping over Twin of Myself from Blackmouth Rainbow. And, and this is Tobacco's group. I would love to see a Homeboy Sandman and Tobacco collaboration because the magic that Tobacco did with Aesop Rock on the Malibu Ken album, I would love to see that translate to Aesop's Lice tag team partner, Homeboy Sandman, or maybe a Lice and Tobacco collaboration. Huh? I think that would be cool. Staying in New York City, we have someone that Homeboy Salmon is no stranger to. In fact, he produced his phenomenal 2020 album, Don't Feed the Monster. And I'm talking, of course, about the great Quelly Chris. His brand new album, Death Fame, coming to us May the 13th. This album was mostly produced by Quelly with some help from Chris Keys and Knowledge. So far, we had two great singles on this thing. Alive Ain't Always Living and The Wonderful... The Sky is Blue Because the Sunset is Red, featuring Mo Ruff and Pink Sifu. Now this tune is three great verses over a simple, soulful piece of instrumentation with gritty pianos and some pretty ethereal background vocals happening here. I am so excited for this Quelly Chris album. Now we're going to talk about a few rising stars that I think have the potential to be superstars because of their aura they, they they just show showcase to me like when i see them and i hear their music i just think these people are just they just have mega superstar potential doesn't mean that anybody else that i'm talking about today um doesn't have that kind of potential it's just that these two just radiate super mega star if that makes sense and i'm talking of course about raven linnae she just announced her debut album, Hypos, oh, Hypnos, <laughs> uh, out May the 20th. And uh, for most of this year, Raven has been sharing with us some uh, sultry teasers like Skin Tight and Light Me Up. And the latest single to this album, M.I.A., is sweet, it's upbeat, it's outdoor party ready because we're almost at that time of year for barbecues and whatnot. Um, and it has tons of life, this song. It's not boring, it's not too quiet, understated, it's lively. Not that Raven Lanay's music has always been that way. Uh, her music has always been kind of, had some life in it, uh, which is great. Um, but it's not like in your face. It's just uh, very, like a big hug. But this is like a party, you know what I mean? It's like a party with intimate, you know, your closest friends. Grace Ives, another rising superstar here. Uh, she's based right here in Brooklyn. And she's also a producer in her own right. And she announced a brand new album, Janky Star, for June the 10th. And this follows up second from uh, 2019. And I got to see Grace Ives at Babies All Right around this time. And again, she just proved to me that, wow, this is a, a superstar. And uh, when she was on My Little Underground a few years ago, uh, we were trying to figure out uh, a producer tag for her. Because we, when she was on here, we were talking about 
all these producer uh, IDs from like London on the track and all these other people, Murda beats and everything. It was good times. Um, very excited to see what Great Sives has in store for this janky star album. And uh, to me, hearing the teasers on this, she is an evolved artist. You know, uh, her music now is a little bit more accessible, but it's almost like Grace is not trying to go mainstream. The mainstream is going to go Grace. That's what I think. And uh, the two teasers on here, Lullaby and Loose, especially Loose, I have to focus on. Uh, th this tune has a lot of uh, compelling vocal arrangements that add to the high replayability of these songs. Uh, I love it. I love Grey Sives. Looking forward to Janky Star, June 10th. Another great New York City artist, a veteran in the circuit, Carlos Truly, which is Carlos Hernandez of Ava Luna. He announced a new solo album, Not Mine, for July the 1st. And he shared with us two phenomenal teasers in 108th and New Growth. And uh, these songs are very different from each other. They're not earworms. It's not like they won't get stuck in your head like any other uh, pop song. But there's something sticky about these tunes that make them so replayable. And I'm all about, I'm all about that. When I hear an album or a song um, at the end... Do I want to listen to this again? Because that's the point of music loving, right? At least to me. So uh, I want to focus on New Growth because this tune is very futuristic, forward thinking, and very soulful. And there are pockets of this song that are catchy, especially the outro. Now uh, let's talk up some more veterans. Starting with ESG, New York City dance punk legends. They announced a brand new album, Are You Serious, with no release date yet. Uh, I still sort of think they're joking, but I don't think so because they shared the first single, Not My First Rodeo, and this song has a cla classic house aesthetic. It is club ready. So all you DJs out there, get ready for this new ESG uh, album that's coming. And you know it would be cool? Because, you know, back in the day, uh, apparently, the, well, DJs would have these 12 inches and stuff like that, and uh, especially of house records. And so I think that maybe, I don't know, but I think that maybe ESG, because they come from this, this time period, will pull out, will release a special 12 inch for DJs, you know? The, the singles on the A side and then the B side is the instrumental for more blending and mixing and all that good stuff. Looking forward to that. Um, I think they're doing a few dates. The first three days in June, they're at Brooklyn Steel. So I might have to go to one of those. But they're, you know, New York now, it, there's just too much shows going on. It's, it's overwhelming. Um, speaking of veterans, the Black Keys, this year they're actually celebrating the 20th anniversary, the big come up was in 2002, it still holds up, but their 11th album, Dropout Boogie, that's coming to us May the 3rd, from the single so far, Wild Child and It Ain't Over, they sound almost nothing, well I shouldn't say nothing, um, but they don't have that raw Delta Blues direct wearing influences on their sleeve sound anymore, which is good, 
you know, they don't have, they, they sort of have a, a twinge of, a, of retro-ness to them, but it's not all the way there, if that, if that makes any sense. Um, and I think they spent the last decade making, like, the catchiest songs possible to fill up arenas, and they have been filling up arenas. And uh, it ain't over. I-, I love it. It's very funky. It's romantic with these smooth guitar riffs and, a, of course, a massive chorus. And I'm sure they'll be belting this chorus out, and I'm sure fans will be belting this tune out July 22nd at Jones Beach Theater. Um, looking forward to uh, this new Black Keys album. I, lo- I love these these songs, and they're so different. You know, they're not trying to go on the same beaten path. Oh, we're famous now, so let's just kind of whatever rest on our laurels and all our Grammys. But uh, yeah, they they are trying to uh, I get challenge themselves. They still have you know what makes Black Keys the Black Keys, but. They um they seem to just love the craft of making music and not just turning out hits, which which they do just effortlessly. Um, still staying in our veterans box, I'm talking about Mr. Dion Ludadon, guest of uh, My Little Underground a few times when he was with A Place Bay Strangers and by himself. Um, he has finally announced his long-awaited, at least by me, second solo album, Beyond Everything. Coming to us June the 10th. This was written, recorded, performed by Mr. Dion. And he had some help with some drum tracks. Uh, Blaze uh, Bate of Bombara. I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name right. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. And Nick Ferranti of the Black Hollies. And according to In The Red Records, the label that Dion is putting this album out on, Henry Rollins is the A&R on this album, which is... Really cool. I'll have to have Dion on the show to uh, elaborate on this if he chooses to. And uh, the first single to this uh, album is the closer, actually. Living and Dying with You. And the one thing I'm noticing, well, about this song, as opposed to, you know, other Dion songs, there's a lot more melody to his garage rock chaos. Now, his first album did have... Some melody too. There was some very catchy songs, but it was more raw and chaotic. And it seems like this time around, he's uh, making more like it's more about the melody to me, at least. It's still crunchy, you know, you know, madness, you know, classic Dion. But there's, um, yeah, there's more tune and, you know, yes, melody. You know, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I'm not trying to repeat myself, but yeah, there's a lot. It's 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 catchier. There's, Dion is trying to make catchy music, I guess. And I think when when he put out that loose single in 2020, uh, "When Will I Hold You Again," during like the the peak of uh, of the initial wave of COVID, it was a catchy tune. It was still raw and, and crazy, but it was a very very catchy catchy tune. So I'm looking forward to how the rest of this album is going to shape out. And last but not least, Mr. Ty Siegel. He announced a new album. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I have a feeling this will not be the only 2022 release from Mr. Ty. And his new album is called Hello, Hi. <laughs> That's great. It's phenomenal. It's coming to us July the 22nd. And uh, the first offering from this album is the title track. It is a harmony-rich 
banger with all the guitars. This is the most guitar I've heard from a Ty Siegel record since Freedom's Goblin in 2018. And what do I mean? You must think I'm crazy. But Ty Siegel, that, that's what he's known for, guitar, loud guitars. But on last year's Harmonizer and in 2019's First Taste, he took a more experimental turn by using less guitars. I've heard that there was a mandolins and synths. And there was one song where there was no instrumentation whatsoever. There was some piano licks. That was it. Um, which was which was cool. You know, I can't sit here and say that these albums are my favorite in Ty's catalog. They aren't bad albums. But I don't listen to them as much as his uh, crunchier songs. But the thing is, with Ty's gu- guitar stuff, a lot of it was kind of weird and funky. It wasn't all straightforward. Like... Uh, Emotional Mugger was a weird album. There wasn't a guitar album that year that sounded like that. You know, it was very interesting. And at first I didn't love it, but then I just got into it more because it was so strange. I was attracted to its weirdness. But Hello High, to me, judging from this first single, is a lot more straightforward. You know, um, Return to Form, I guess, is appropriate here. I really don't like using that. Um, because I think artists always, like, evolve and everything like that, but, uh, yeah, it is. It sounds like the older Ty Siegel albums from, like, from Freedom's Goblin, but not really. I mean, because there is, especially on, on this one song, on Hello High, you know, I don't want to judge the whole album, but, um, there is, um, a bigger focus on harmonies here. Um, because when he did the, the cover EP of all of his favorite, um, Harry Nielsen songs from Nielsen Schmielsen, um, there was a lot of harmony and a lot melody was at the forefront, which I am uh, I love I love catchy tunes I love harmonies and I love uh, vocal arrangements and all that stuff, and uh, I'm really excited for this new Ty Seagull album Hello High July 22nd It's going to be a hot summer for Ty and I feel like there'll be more. Maybe more Thai albums. Maybe another CIA album? Maybe. I don't know. Or another Gogs album? I think we're due for another Gogs album. And, well, Fuzz is uh, was on tour. And maybe we'll get another Fuzz album. We don't know. But I'm glad that Thai is still making music. And great music, that is. And that's going to do it for the third 2022 anticipated here on My Little Underground I'm Peter A. You can catch the entire archive of My Little Underground, including interviews that I mentioned from Dion Lunadon to Grace Ives, um, to my recent interviews with uh, Cassie Carlson of Gorilla Toss. I had Mo Dottie on, and so much more. Just go to PeterAradio.com slash MLUPod for all My Little Underground goodness. And I'm also on the socials at MLUPod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all that wonderful stuff. Once again, I'm Peter A. Thank you for listening. Later days. Mm-hmm.